Hi there, you're listening to Podark Fancast. We're a podcast created by fans to discuss our favourite obsession, the Podark Saga, and we're your lovely hosts. I'm Michelle, I live in the States. You can find me on Tumblr at Poldark Muses, and I tweet at Musings. Um, my name is Rita, I live in England. I Tumblr at Princess of Poldark, and I tweet at Rita Bye. This is the commentary track for Episode 7 of Season 2 of the 1970s adaptation of the saga, otherwise known as Hashtag Oldark. Thank you, Anna Lee, over on Facebook for the great hashtag. That's really, really clever. <laughs> it really is. Uh, <laughs> in last week's episode, Caroline and Dwight got hitched, so yay! <laughs> uh, Demelza made bedroom eyes at Hugh. Boo. Boo. And George started being an even bigger dickhead to Elizabeth and Baby Valentine, so. Hmm. Oh, we're getting straight into the action. Weird that we never get to actually see your father. Just. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag budget. He's imaginary like all of the children. She's like, I'd like to leave this place and leave you forever. Ooh. Ooh, we got a new set. Oh, here we go. Here's George's dad. He looks (laughs) grumpy AF. Yes, definitely. Perfect. I just hate that we've gone straight into Hugh fuckery. Oh, no. With his shiny boots. This cast is filled with very strange-looking old men. (laughs) With puffy wigs. Ridiculous wigs. I'm now suddenly getting why Demelza is so desperate for you. She's surrounded by complete weirdos. <laughs> Except for Ross. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Ross is always gallivanting about. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, it's the Burgesses. Sexy, sexy Burgesses time. Are you defying me? Oh, my. Goodness. I'm so confused by his accent. It sounds slightly American. (laughs) Purpose, yeah. That is weird. It is just weirder the longer you listen to it. Uh Uh-huh. He can't decide where he's from. (laughs) It's all you, Armitage's fault. (laughs) Damn it. How dare you question my posh authority? Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> oh, 
Hulk. I freaking love that outfit. <laughs> That's the fanciest looking. Lovely person. livery. Downton yes. Abbey got nothing on that shit. <laughs> Hugh, you're sitting so awkwardly, I can't even. <laughs> he looks like he's ready to leap up out of his seat for any reason. My god, Hugh, why are you just sitting there? <laughs> this man is fucked. What? I honestly, it, it sounds like Warlegan is like he, the man of the people. Well, he is technically. He's a self-made man. He's yes, always that is much true. more sympathetic than George to the plights of the poor. That's like that one of the That's things true. that I miss from the books in the 2015 version. His father was always... Mm -hmm. You know, George was always fighting against his father's common sense. Yes. Yes. In the 2015 series, you know, we have Uncle Carrie, who is basically... Cartoon Disney villain? <laughs> uh, it, yeah. Yes, Snidely Whiplash. Oh, he's storming. I wonder what it feels like to be uh. one of the footmen listening to that conversation. Oh, I love you, Dwight. <sighs> oh, Ross. <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> Is your name Judd? He has one beat on. I mean, he hasn't been elected yet. Let's not jump the gun. Oh, yeah, poor more sheep! Exactly. These <laughs> sheep are just more sheep. So screwed. More I, sheep. I worry about these sheep at night. Oh, what is Judd doing? Judd. Oh. <laughs> that dog does not look frightening at all. Why is he scared of it? That's the cutest dog. I know, right? Oh, I want to visit. Oh. <laughs> No, I still don't understand him.
(laughs) (laughs) I think expecting John to do anything is where he went wrong. I know. (laughs) Oh my god. This is so domestic. He's just what? casually pulling out pistols. I know, right? UTF. Also, Dwight, you look perfectly healthy. What the fuck? <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh. Off George look goes. At that flounce on his coat. Mm-hmm. His great coat. I have to say that their their footmen aren't as impressive as. Oh heavens no! There's some hierarchy at play here. George, slap her with the glove. What friends? Oh, he's pointed reference to Ross. Because, you know, George is an ass. I feel like it's fairly obvious that they're not friends anymore, but, you know. Oh, what the fuck? Whoa! Good lord Jesus! That's not childbirth. I think my eardrum just burst. Bleed her! Whoa. Yeah, like, she needs that. Surely there's enough blood loss. She's casually sewing. (laughs) She's obviously been screaming for a while, though. Oh my god, what an entrance. (laughs) God forbid! Oh my god. God, Ozzy's amazing in everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he is about to do something creepy. I can feel it. (laughs) He makes a good point. Yeah. He's really taking it to an 11. Yes. Oh. oh my god. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh. Oh. 
I can't tell what's going on at the moment. <laughs> it's so confusing. He looks <laughs> like he's sleepy. <laughs> oh, this is a really, really badly acted labor, I think. <laughs> she looks constipated. You know, kind of like Elizabeth looked really horny while she was giving birth. This woman mm -hmm. kind of just looks... Like she doesn't know where babies come <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's just kind of calmly having tea downstairs. There is nothing in those teacups. I feel it in my bones. I hate this. Mm -hmm. I hate that I can tell. <laughs> Give them real tea. They would have drunk it. They're British. Oh, what is Elizabeth wearing on her head? <laughs> A son! A son! Six and a half pounds isn't that big. So I don't really understand why... Really? That's a science? Girls are bigger than boys. <laughs> I want to see some evidence. Honestly, John Conan Osborne Whitworth is one of the better names that were given in these books. There are some terrible uh -huh. names in this saga. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it's the librarian! Ah! Uh-huh. Not a ginger in this version. That's controversial. Oh bless him, he seems thick. I feel like it's really obvious he won. Oh my god, Elizabeth, calm down. You'd think he'd cured cancer. <laughs> I know, right? If it was that important to her, why wasn't she, like, waiting with him? Oh, it's raining. Fair <laughs> enough. Yes, it's kind of awful outside. The outside that is really inside a studio. Yes. Oh yes, let's not forget, hashtag war is on. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, we built a set, let's pan through it so that everybody can see it. <laughs> See all of our hard work. We built this.
Uh -huh. It does look crowded. Oh, oh my god, god he's gonna be looks like a morbid. ghoul. <laughs> to be fair, he does now know that Ross <laughs> fucked his wife. So that's or a he suspects bit awkward. Very strongly. Yeah. It's a fact. And uh, <sighs> he's just yeah. aware of it now. Why is Ross just casually sitting there? Like, I feel like he should know better. Avoid yes. the man. Oh, I mean, who cares about the infirmary? Why are you making small talk? <laughs> oh! <sighs> He's like... Pokey, 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 pokey! Oh, you seem uncomfortable. Let me poke harder. <laughs> oh! A plague on exactly. your house! Yeah, calm the fuck <laughs> down, grown-ass well, man. George is George is the one that's uh, acting all crazed. Your new MP. Yep. Yeah, you should really uh -huh. talk to George. Also, Ross saying, "Hey, she was a poldark family. She's part of my family." He should know better. That's just going to fuck up Elizabeth's situation. There is something really Vulcan about that man's <laughs> eyebrows. They're very puffy. I'd pay good money for archers like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell your son off. Oh no. Oh, save us all uh -huh, from this. Because you know what's about to happen. I wonder if he's going to write down his lustful thoughts again. <laughs> no, he's just begging for money. Thank God. Except, what's that I hear? I love the gigantic ass Bible he has right in front of him. Like, Je Jesus is right there going, don't no, do this. don't do this. Don't do this, Osborne. With your horny self. What's going on? 
I hope she keeps her clothes on. Keep your clothes on! Oh, please, God. What is with the music? Oh, it's supposed to be, you know, all... I feel like it's something out of, like, Midsummer Murders. <laughs> oh. Oh! oh no. BBC! Nudity! Yeah, it was the 70s. They're remarkably okay with seeing women's tits. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, meanwhile, little baby, well, sweet. Her wig is terrible. Oh, dude. She looks pale as fuck. Months. That baby is, like, tiny. I feel like you do understand him, though, because he Uh came in very strong. No. no. No, it's not. Everything you're saying is incorrect. Oh. This. M- oh my god. You know Demelza doesn't like cancelling. A party? She loves her invitations to things. Uh, Ross is just like, ugh. Oh, if only he would leave. They're so cute, but so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Ross is like on peak form. (laughs) The fuck has happened to Elizabeth's look? She suddenly become very folksy. Almost as if you raped her. Mm. Elizabeth actually looks really beautiful today. (laughs) I love that dress. She is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. All those pinks. Shame about her personality, though. Dwight has a briefcase. 
Do you think she maybe shouldn't have been bled while she was also giving birth? <laughs> Someone give her some protein stat. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> that other thing? Stop doing that. You've angered Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> she may never be able to fuck you again. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, poor, poor Osborne. Oh, look at him. He looks <laughs> like gone. a He's gone two year old. Full grump. Oh, oh tantrum. Here comes the temptress. This Roella is less fun. Mm -hmm. Oh. No, keep calling him Vicar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's no fun. Oh. Oh my god, he's breathing. <laughs> I know, right? He sounded like he was gonna die. I <laughs> god, he's disgusting. Ooh, a turban. Sorry. <laughs> I like pretty things. <laughs> They're all just like... Oh, there's Caroline. I love Caroline's outfit. Yes. Every time I see her, I'm like, yes. So, where's Hugh and Demelza? Oh, for fuck. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. This looks like... I know. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, the, the, this looks really familiar, this set. Slash, maybe it's not a set? You know, the, um, that it was the, the balcony in, um, series two. Oh. Yeah, where, um, there was the party at, uh, What's-His-Face's house, uh, that Demelza went to. <gasps> yeah, I get it now. Mm -hmm. Oh. Ugh, meanwhile the fuck is Demelza wearing? She looks like she's like walking around in the nighty. I know. This is this kind of lovely virginal white, you know. Frilly. Mm-hmm. I love a good turban.
love all these people just sitting around casually discussing somebody's personal health. Oh my god, the fucking seals. You see seals, seals all the time in Cornwall. It's like, why are they so excited about seals? <laughs> I've seen so many seals in Cornwall. <laughs> Oh my god. Caroline, you are the Caroline, uh-huh. No danger. Okay, wow, Ross. Maybe don't uh, sit uh, with your yeah. legs open. Yeah. <laughs> so distracting. It's extremely distracting. I'm, I'm averting my eyes. <laughs> No, you were too busy being like, hey, your wife used to be related to me. Uh-huh. And I, I would want to buy your oh, house. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. Oh, no. What are they singing? Oh, stop it! Oh, no. But that was a great that was a great scene with Ross just kind of off, just slightly out of shadow or out of uh, focus. Ugh, God, I hate you. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Charles. Charles. Oh, why are you so creepy, Jeffrey Charles? Just go up to the house. Don't like creep. Just leave the horse just there. <laughs> this kid has learnt some very strange things from his full adult friend. Throwing rocks at him is a good idea, though. This still remains so creepy! I can't! <sighs> Mending wheels are so impressive. <laughs> I suppose he's learning a trade. Yeah. That's helpful. Do you think that they just gave this kid Ruben Ellis's tricorn from last season? And it's like, <laughs> ooh! That fits you fit. much better. No, of course you haven't forgotten her because then I might be happy. Uh huh. Let's all pretend we care. 
everything about this interaction makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it's a cute little pony. Because he's a child. <laughs> Well, so why is this child allowed to ride around on a pony by himself? <sighs> Nobody wants primroses from you, Drake. <gasps> we can get our own primroses. We're grown women. <sighs> also, I've got to say, this blacksmith shop is not well situated. It seems to be miles from anything. Uh-huh. Not great for... The hell is this dress? Samesies. Hmm. I don't disagree. Uh, yeah. But also a bit <laughs> humiliating. She looks like a stroppy teenager. Oh, my dad wants me to go home. I know. It's just so unfair. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> oh, sulky sulk. Why does he look surprised she's sulking? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ross, don't look so confused. <laughs> you just spoiled her party. Oh, God. I fear for her life every time she rides that horse. Oh, yeah. The side saddle just... kills me. What in the world? Oh, no. I think I know what's about to happen, and it kills. Uh-huh. <sighs> wow. Ross, you just made a very bad decision. I just, like, ugh. just when I was team Ross, he's gonna go and fuck it up. Yep. You can't root for anybody on this show, damn it. <laughs> they won't let you. No. Well, and that's the thing, you know, they're all human. They're all human. Nobody ever has the high they, ground. They all make they all make stupid mistakes. I mean, the woman, Aunt Agatha's been dead for quite some time. They suddenly give a shit about her. No! That is a really distracting hat, and I get distracted uh -huh. so easily. It's like a gift wrap. <laughs> following her around, you creeper. <laughs> She's clearly trying to leave the conversation.
Oh my god, Russ, you're being creepy again. Stop staring at her lips. I will actually I come inside and strangle you. Russ. Wait, is there a screw coming out of Elizabeth's hat? <laughs> I swear to god, I saw like a twisty metal thing. If we get a close-up, look for the screw instead of the emotions on her face. <laughs> Stop following her! Just leave! Just go! Just go! Just go! Yeah, you will. <sighs> oh, Ross. You are filled with terrible ideas. What? Ooh. What? That was abrupt. What mm -hmm. the f actual fuck? <gasps> what? Does this make any sense to anybody ever? Just give me a close up of the hat, damn it! I want to know if I saw things. <laughs> what? Stop helping her slash holding her hand. Oh my god, the dog saw it. The dog is going to tell Demelza! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Judd Jud saw it, yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if the dog went up to Demelza and was like, <laughs> woof woof! And then, sort of like Lassie, Demelza was like, what's that, dog? Yeah, well, that was naughty, <laughs> Jeffrey Charles. He went to a rave. He's just doing basic parenting, okay? <laughs> That's how you parent, Ross. Yes.
again, he did something relatively normal, so he's going to ruin it by being like, let's fuck up the smithy. He's just trying to make a living! Not very successfully. He's fixed, like, one wheel in the whole time he's been there. Mm-hmm. That's a really great fruit, fruit cake. Look at it. It looks delicious. Do not use this small child as a go-between. Oh my god, so inappropriate. Wow. Oh look, actual work. Is that puffy here? Yep. It's not so puffy right now, so you might not... It's tied back. Yeah, that's true. Let's tie back so we didn't recognize him. Actual work is being done, so obviously Sam was in the vicinity. Oh! Oh! Hey! That was a full-on hey. look. Uh-huh. Hey! It's Emma Girl! Always carrying that basket. I wonder what she carries in there. Oh, bless him. Their interactions are a bit like Jenny and Forrest Gump. <laughs> yes. No, you're the only soul I check out. <laughs> bow, chicka, wow, wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Emma? This is the best. <gasps> you're not a whore! I'm not sure that praying will fix that hangover, but... <laughs> I always liked the plot twist, she is the only whore around that's a virgin. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> okay, everybody talks, but it ain't the truth.
Something about her reminds me of Cher. <laughs> like, Moonstruck era Cher. Yes! Yes. Give her an Oscar! He's saying, please don't touch her ever again. Thank you, please, sir. <laughs> oh my god, Dwight, how do you not see the tension? I know, I know. Oh my god. That was really strange. I know. Wow, I love her little writing outfit. Mm-hmm. She's not here for the tea, but she is here for the tea, if you know what I mean. Spill that tea, girlfriend. Playing with fire. Uh -huh. <laughs> 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 oh, Caroline, you're the friend everyone deserves. Maybe try flirting with him less than... Because you're not very good at not flirting. That's a good thing. Because you clearly can't restrain yourself. It is like that. I mean, calm down. He did just make out with Elizabeth. He's not the best husband in the world. <laughs> yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. Leave that doggy alone, Judd. <laughs> it's the boot. He just really likes Ross. Mm -hmm. That house is so strange. I love it. And Don just wagging his tail. That's the cutest doggy ever. Mm -hmm. Actually, I shouldn't say that in front of my dog. You're the cutest doggy ever. Oh, it's okay. He's asleep. The fuck. Chad, you deserve it, Chad. I think John's about to say something dumb, but we won't understand it because we never understand. And he's that. like, "Yeah, give me the brandy."
Oh, please never show us Judd's butt. Yeah, please no. <laughs> Caroline <laughs> gets it. God, he, he, he looks like he would be just absolutely f- filthy. Foul. Smelly. It's like, yeah. The only person that should see this is pretty. <laughs> Team that dog. Oh yeah, Ooh. she's gonna brand him. Ooh. He's very lucky he doesn't get rabies. Oh my god, don't do that. I almost feel bad for him. That seems more reasonable. Yeah. I'm not sure that I trust the nursing of Prudy. Uh Uh-oh. Hang on. Oh. Oh, for fuck's sake. What the fuck, Judd? Why would you mention that? Wow! Oh oh my god, Ross is there. (laughs) Look at that look. Damn. It's definitely a Molly, you in danger look. Mm hmm. Oh yeah. That is. That. Game is on now. And here's the deal. He didn't kiss Elizabeth. Elizabeth kissed him. Yeah, which doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Elizabeth hates him. Yes. Uh, I don't really like that decision. Uh, like from a storytelling point of view, yeah. it's just like he has like a get out of jail free card. Uh huh. He- hey, maybe Although- you shouldn't have been following <laughs> her around and grabbing her arm. Yeah. And her- all that. Oh God. Uh, no. No. Nobody makes good choices. Honestly. <sighs> and things had started off so nicely. <sighs> we can't have nice things. No, we can't. Not with just, these people. That's so much hard work. <laughs> oh, and I guess that's why we love this saga so much. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. But uh, I thought it was a good episode. Um, uh, from it moved the story along faster than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, we haven't even had a poem exchanged. <laughs> Thank God. You know, <laughs> uh, I haven't even had yeah. a poem exchanged. Um, I am a little baffled at why we are where we are so quickly. And if we are where we are... 
I think we'll get the seals next week, you know. Oh, God, no. Please say no. Please say no. I'm not ready for the seals. I'm really not ready for it. How many shows are there in this season? I think there are 16. Well, see, I mean, we're not even halfway through all well, no. the episodes. It'll be episode eight next week, which is halfway through. Oh, right. wait, wait, wait. Right. So we should be at the end of the two books they're adapting. So actually, this is going quite slowly, <laughs> technically. Things should be coming to a head. And then we wind up with Angry Tide. Yeah. Do they, do they, did they do an adaptation of Angry Tide? Well, they must do. I think what will happen is we're going to end up at the same place as the end of season four, in theory. But, you know, again, I've never watched this, so what the fuck do I know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, by the end of it, I think that's where we'll wind up. But I, I think that we need to have at least a little bit more before Hugh shuffles off the mortal coil. Maybe they're going to, like, speed through the angry tide. Yeah, I hope not. I like that book. Mm-hmm. I specifically love the end. I think it's honestly a much better end to the saga mm-hmm. than the one we really got. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Totally but agree. We'll see. We'll yeah. have to watch and see. Just have to watch and see. Okay, well, um, let's dive into the mailbox. Uh, first, we have an anonymous. Um, loved the podcast. And Michelle, I had forgot your dad had a fall. Hope he's doing much better now. I get it. Life and all of its tribulations uh, come and bites us on the bum sometimes. <laughs> yes, uh, definitely. Well, thank you very much, uh, Nani. Uh, he's got his ups and downs, and currently we're in a bit of a down uh, at the mo. Uh, but he's a fighter, and um, uh, so you know I am hoping that we will get back up into the upswings uh, and stay there for a bit. Um, I quite frankly am tired of the bum bites. Thank you very much. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, she goes on to say, uh, so pleased you still love Poldark as much as you always did. That's wonderful to hear. Also, uh, so love your podcasts. Did not know a white wedding dress is a Victorian thing, though. Their outfits are really weird. <laughs> I don't think it was believable that with uh, DeBelza to swoon over uh, Hugh Armitage in that way. Not when she and Ross are all bow chicka wow wow. <laughs> Thank you, Nani. Uh, to elaborate on the whole white wedding dress thing, um, wedding dresses were usually just whatever colour and style was popular at the time until 1840 when Queen Victoria decided to wear a white gown to her wedding to Albert. Uh, and obviously prints of her in that dress were widely distributed throughout the country. This was like peak newspaper time so everybody saw it everywhere and you know women started copying her and thus the white wedding dress trend was born i think a lot of the traditions we associate with weddings and like honestly a lot of like christmas traditions and stuff were all born out of the Mm -hmm. victorian era we may think of it them as like permanent in our psyches but they're fairly recent Mm mm-hmm thanks for that rita (sighs) Stuff I know. 
useless things. Oh, it's not useless. It's wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, yeah, and um, I we had a real hard time seeing the whole uh, swoonage kick off so quickly between uh, Demelza and Hugh Armitage. Not because I freaking hate the guy, just because it just seemed way too sudden. Just like we've been talking about with uh, kind of how they advanced the story so quickly in this episode. Um, it seems like they're just really trying to rush through this. And it makes me wonder why. Probably because they realize nobody wants to see this. Oh, <laughs> 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 so gross. But mm-hmm. in a way, I think it, it... When I'm watching it, it feels really out of left field and awkward. But I think this may yeah. be actually how attraction sparks between people who cheat. They're just... You know, when you feel mm-hmm. it, you feel it, and you start behaving inappropriately almost from the get-go. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things we want it to make sense, but it doesn't. Ultimately, yeah. it's irrational. So, yeah, I see the pros and cons. Oh, I wish we didn't have to see it. <sighs> Me too. Well, thanks again, Nani. Um, uh, we have another anonymous. Um, I just watched the episode. Rita will be disappointed. No Sam in this episode, really. Well, we had a little Sam. The end. Yeah, it was a nice bit. Yeah, it was a nice bit of Sam. Um, Demelza looks pregnant in a lot of the scenes, and her white dress is like a nighty. Yep. Uh, Amen. Amen. Uh, She sings "Pluck a Fair Rose" with Hugh Armitage in front of Ross. That was awful. Oh wow. Um, At least our D is sad and guilty over it all. Mm. Really. Did she seem sad and guilty over it all? I don't know. She wrote a whole last song about how she's like, I can't make out with you, but I wish <laughs> I could. <laughs> Why am I always singing on this podcast? <laughs> Not help at all. Oh, Lord. Um, let's see. Elizabeth and Ross's grave scene was weird. Yep. Elizabeth kisses Ross and she softens very quick. Uh, holy crap. Yeah. So out of character. And yeah, it really does. I mean, what's like what? He gives you a suggestion on how you can you can fool George into thinking that he is Valentine's father by having uh, another baby and fudging the dates. And all of a sudden, everything's forgiven. Really? Yeah, it's fucking bullshit, really. really. Especially because she started off the scene so annoyed with him. If she had know, gone in right? from the beginning slightly softer, it would have made more sense. But she was... Oh, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, let's see. Uh, finally, uh, weird episode. Some nudis- nudity, but not as romantic as new version. Um, yeah, I'd give that. Yep. Definitely nudity. We've seen Veruca Salt's bum. And a bit of side boob. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. I know. Ew. 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 So anyhow, that's it for Mailbag. Okay, so it's time for Poldark News. Poldark News. Poldark News. Um... 
So there's not much going on, so I thought I'd talk about something I heard a while ago. Uh, BT Edney is part of the Small Islands cast. The play is being performed at the National Theatre from April 17th and is based on the 2004 novel of the same title by Andrea Levy. The book was called one of the defining books of the previous decade and won the Whitbread Book of the Year Award, the Orange Prize and the Commonwealth Writers Prize. Now the novel is based on four main characters, Hortense, Queenie, Gilbert and Bernard, and the story is told from each of their points of view. It's mainly set in 1948. The plot focuses on the dysphoria of Jamaican immigrants who, escaping economic hardships of their own small island, move to England, i.e. the mother country, uh, for which the men have fought during World War II. Uh, while the novel focuses on the narratives of Gilbert and all Hortense as they adjust to life in England after a reception that's not quite the warm embrace that they had hoped for, uh, the interracial relationship between Queenie and Michael is central to the plot and the connections that are established between all of the characters. As the story is narrated from various viewpoints, it is anachronological, skipping around to discuss each character's life before the outbreak of World War II. And in 2009, the novel was adapted into a miniseries starring Naomi Harris and Ruth Wilson. And I would 100% recommend watching that if you aren't able to get into London to watch the show. But if you can, then tickets are on sale now and it looks good. So, yay, Beatty! Wow, that sounds really interesting. Well done, Beatty. Well done, Beatty. Um, and I think... I think, I wonder if there's a way to do a Google search of, like, all of the uh, kind of principal uh, performers in Poldark to find out what they're doing currently. I mean, I have Google notifications on for some of them, but it's really hard for Luke Norris, who has a footballer with the same name. (laughs) I'm sorry, Luke, I miss out on so much because that footballer. Okay, so I guess it's time for Rex. Um... This week, I reread A Room with a View. <laughs> uh, I wonder why. And not to be confused with A Room of One's Own, fun fact about me, um, I read those books back to back when I was like 13 so that I could stop getting muddled <laughs> in my head. It, in fact, only made that predicament way, way worse. <laughs> so anyway, talking about Eleanor's play made me really want to revisit the novel and it was still wonderfully delightful and blessedly short to read um if you aren't familiar then i'll give you a brief sell it follows lucy a young edwardian woman on her travels to florence along with her older cousin and chaperone miss Barnett, who is very fussy and priggish and really just the world's worst chaperone uh, she meets <laughs> a man there obviously george emerson who is really unsuitable and what follows is a bunch of romance and misunderstandings and miscommunications and lots and lots of Edwardian era snobbery. So I recommend mm. giving it a read or a reread because I think I appreciated it even more this time around, knowing a bit more as I do now about the historical context and George's little feminist rant halfway through was really freaking hot. I was like, yes. <laughs> Tell me more about how you want me to have my own opinions, please. (laughs) 
Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I have never read the uh, novel. I've just seen the film. And uh, it sounds very it's interesting. It's really good. I think, mm -hmm. um, it's it, again, it's very short. I think you would like it. Um, I also want to wreck a book I listened to on Audible this weekend. I did a, I did a lot of reading. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it's called 99% <laughs> Mine by Sally Thorne. Uh, last year, I read Sally's debut novel, The Hating Game, which was pretty spectacular as far as debuts go. And I think it's now being turned into a movie, so yay, Sally. Anyway, oh, I took the plunge with her follow-up, and I wasn't disappointed. I was really gripped and stayed up an extra three hours so I could listen to the whole thing in one day. <laughs> I'm crazy. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, part of the charm for me was the wonderful way it was read by Jamie Matler. She has like this really wonderful husky voice that I envy, and it worked really well reading the voice of Darcy Barrett, the main character that you will adore by the end of the first chapter. She's really <laughs> unlike your typical like rom-com heroine, and she's kind of a fucking mess. I love her, but <laughs> she has a shitty job, is like constantly hungover, and sleeps with the wrong type of dude, so I, I relate. <laughs> she's also constantly known for leaving people, because she's constantly traveling, so... The course of the story is as much about her like sorting her life out as it is about her falling in love, which I appreciate. And honestly, the love interest is a grade one dork. So that was oh. adorable. I love me some dorks. Yes. So if you have Audible, then like give it a download. I oh my gosh. enjoyed it. Oh my gosh. I'm definitely going to do that. Um, I've got several credits uh, stacked up. Uh, so, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and download that as well as a uh, room with a view it. and, uh, it'll be, it'll be a nice break from the podcast zone, <laughs> which I've been, uh, stuck in for about the last year. Um, because you know, I'm a, I'm a dork. Don't do what I do <laughs> and try and listen to it all in one go. That is a crazy thing to no. do. <laughs> no, no. I was like, just no. lying awake at night. Like I can listen to this in the morning. I should stop. Exactly. I can go to sleep. I could go to sleep. I should go to sleep. Oh, man. Well, um, I think uh, as far as my recommendations go, uh, watched a really great, or I'm starting to watch a really great series on Netflix called One Strange Rock. And it is about uh, the planet Earth. And it is directed, oh God, I know I'm going to mangle his name. Uh, here it is. Uh, Darren Aron Aronofsky. Oh God, Darren no. Ar it's a Russian sounding yeah, name. I can't Aronofsky. help you. Um, and he has directed movies like The Wrestler. Um, he also did um, Requiem for a Dream. Uh, he also did um, the film... Uh, he had Hugh Jackman in it. There was a lot of like really kind of crazy um, uh, yoga stuff in it. Um, oh, crap. What is her name? Because, you know, uh, Rachel Weiss is in it as well. Um, and it was it was a it was a good movie. It was a little strange, but uh, the cinematography was really pretty cool. Um, and Hugh Jackman shaves his head for it, which don't know if I'm really in for that look too much. Really? But anyhow, uh, so he's known for 
uh, really amazing cinematography and, and that kind of thing. And so this series, uh, One Strange Rock, is about uh, planet Earth from the perspective of uh, eight astronauts who oh. have been up in space and have seen it, you know, from <laughs> from space. And uh, it is uh, narrated uh, by Will Smith. And it's been really amazing. Uh, it talks about how the the first episode, especially, talks about how the Earth is is so interconnected, um, and demonstrates it through kind of how the dust storms uh, from Africa uh, move across the um, atmosphere uh, and land in the Amazon which helps to fertilize new growth, which helps with um, photosynthesis. And I mean, it's just really, 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 really cool. Really cool. I totally recommend it if you're looking for um, a great series that is incredibly informative and quite intimate in the uh, stories that are recounted by the astronauts. So, um, very cool. Um, the other show that I wound up watching, uh, was on HBO. Ah. It's a documentary and I almost hesitate saying the name of it. Um, but, uh, it's leaving Neverland and it's two episodes, uh, two hours each of, probably some of the most harrowing um, uh, descriptions and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anymore it is uh, because you know it could very easily be a trigger for folks um, so uh, let me just say that um, I thought that it was incredibly well done um, and you know, not wanting to get into a online spat about anything, uh, let me just say that it kind of confirmed. Uh, okay, it didn't confirm. It just it reinforced a lot of the suspicions yeah. that I'd always had um, about uh, Michael Jackson, and uh, you know, this is coming from someone who you know studied. Um, criminology and worked in the criminal justice system, uh, especially uh, with a focus on sex offenders, sex offender behavior patterns, um, all of that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. Another HBO documentary started this Sunday. It's a um... Seeing as we're on a podcast, I'm going to mention um, the case against Adnan Saeed, um, which oh. I, I haven't watched the first episode because it's not out in the UK until uh -huh. April. But I'm, I'm going to say this on the download. I might try and find some kind of streaming online because I, <laughs> I, I like everyone was completely gripped by the case of oh, the serial podcast, and then yes. I listened to undisclosed what's that what's that, what's that? What's that? it was it's a Is different an... podcast that went that was uh -huh. uh, well created by um oh 
um, you, right at the beginning of um, Serial, the lady that Sarah Koenig spoke to at the beginning of the podcast, Rabia, who was oh. a lawyer, remember? And she was the one that got her into uh-huh. the case. Yeah. Well, yeah. she was kind of unsatisfied yeah. with the way that Sarah covered the case and she didn't go very in-depth with her investigation so she put on her own podcast and it went much much into much more minute detail about how Mm. the case worked and the legal system because it's hosted by three lawyers and Mm -hmm. as somebody who likes to know details and facts that like was really amazing for me similar to us the quality started off quite poor at the beginning but i was so hooked on the actual case and i was so glad that somebody actually did an investigation into like what the victim's last movements was because when you think Uh about it the investigation in serial never really bothered to like determine the facts of what she was doing when she was doing it yeah um it was all much more circumstantial, and I like facts, so I'm like really uh-huh. gripped by the idea of like getting to know as much as possible. I'm so creepy, but mm-hmm. so I, I I've heard that there's like new information in this television series, so I think it's it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a longer format as well. I think it's not just like one or two mm-hmm. episodes. So next week I will hopefully have watched it, and I will tell you what I thought. <laughs> I will uh, watch it as well, and yes, you can talk about it. Be like, did he do it? Did he not? Let us uh-huh. say. Uh, what was it? What was the name of the podcast? Okay, so the podcast is called Undisclosed. There are a lot of um, seasons, so you might have to go back to like right at the beginning. But I really recommend it if you were addicted to cereal. I think it's important that everybody tries to form their own decisions and yes this undisclosed is slightly biased given Uh the source but i also appreciate that this is coming from three lawyers so they know how to present cases and facts much more than like the storytelling Mm -hmm. way that serial covered it so oh man okay 2015 gotta go back to 2015 Oh, wow. There are a lot of episodes. Yeah, I'm sorry that I just did uh, this to you because you were just saying you wanted yeah, to get out thanks. of the podcasting obsession. And I'm like, thanks. Here's thanks hundreds so of episodes to listen to. Thanks, girl. <laughs> Casually destroying lives wherever I go. All right. Well, uh, that is it from us this time. But on next week's podcast, we will be watching episode 208 of the 70s adaptation. As ever, if you want to contact us, then email us at pulldarkfancast at gmail.com or head over to our blog at pulldarkfancast.tumblr.com and click on the message page. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at pulldarkfancast and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to help us reach Mm -hmm. new listeners. Uh, Take care, everybody. Have a great week, and we will talk to you soon.
Yeah, man, you can just love me. Love